Tuesday. We are live. I am fired up. I am fired up. And the Tommy C Show is brought to you by Truth Verified. For all of those who consider themselves a source of truth and fight daily against the prolific disinformation campaign propagated by social and traditional media sources, Truth Verified is a brand that is bound by nothing but intellectual honesty. Thank you for supporting the Tommy C Show through the purchase of Truth Verified merchandise at therealtommyc.com slash merchandise. The truth is strong, and the power is local. And it's Tuesday, May 18th, 2021. Thank you for tuning in to the Tommy C Show, the resource for patriotic truth and action, the podcast that thrives on triggering the extreme ends of our political spectrum. And we will talk more about that quite a bit coming up. But good evening. Uh, thank you for those watching and, and joining in in the chat. Uh, welcome to another live edition of the Tommy C Show, episode 124, uh, Extremism Disabled. I hope this evening finds you at peace or working towards it. If you're watching this recording on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up button and subscribe. If you're listening on Apple, please consider subscribing and leaving a positive review. You can support the show by going to therealtommyc.com support. Uh, or through the purchase of Truth Verified merchandise at therealtommyc.com, checking out the members-only section, or just sharing this uh, podcast, this show, with the world. And, you know, if you really wouldn't mind, if you haven't subscribed and given a thumbs up on YouTube, I really appreciate that. It helps. And yesterday, I took a pretty big, uh, <laughs> a full frontal assault on a social media site on Gab um, from a bunch of extremists, and they proceeded then to... Hit my YouTube account pretty heavy too. I spent uh, quite a bit of time last night uh, moderating that, removing comments that were just all hate and and everything else. Uh, but that's what they do, you know. That's what they do, you know. And I, I saw uh, a uh, a quote today. Uh, it was something that Taylor Swift said, and I don't listen to Taylor Swift, but I'm neither here nor there on her. I just don't listen to her, so. I, I, I don't know what her songs are like, but um, I saw a quote that I liked, and she said, if you are horrible to me, I'm going to write a song about it, and you won't like it. That's how I operate. And that quote pretty much sums up tonight's show. Not a song, but if you are horrible to me, I'm going to do a show about you, and you won't like it. And after an assault by a bunch of chipping fears yesterday, <laughs> I've got a lot to say today. Uh... You know, Gab, it was just, it was terrible. Uh, trying to support, uh, put a post that was in support of things I stand for. It, it was a word diagram so that the sentences went from shorter to longer. And because I, I, I stand with Israel was the shortest sentence. It doesn't get much shorter than that. It was the first one. Well, these freaking idiot Nazis just went to town on it. And it's unfortunate. Uh, but we're going to go to town on them today. You know, I mean, it's the sad thing is, is that you know, I blocked 170 accounts at least. And there are probably another 50 that I muted that I haven't gone through yet um, to done the, the, the blocking on. Because I, I don't need it in my feed, quite frankly. And there's no, I mean, they're just a bunch of idiot bullies, right? But the sad thing in the, you know, the thing that frustrated me is that 
one of the accounts even listed on their, in their official uh, Gab title that they're an investor of Gab. And, and it's true. It's where you have the pro labels and the different kind of memberships, if you're a donor, things like that. This one was an investor. So it's an investor of Gab that was spewing anti-Semitic stuff and uh, attacking me, really, with, you know, encouraging others to do so. It, it, you know, we have to go after extremist ideology on both sides. Uh, we have to clean up our own house if we expect the guy across the street to do the same. Now, you know, Gab had its own problems, too. It went through uh, a lot of scrutiny back in 2018 um, because the, suspect, the, the Pittsburgh synagogue gunman used Gab to threaten and target Jews. That comes as no surprise in hindsight now, right? I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty obvious. And his profile uh, picture had featured messages that I, you, know, you can't sit by and watch my people get slaughtered. Screw your optics, I'm going in. Right before he went and killed 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue. Gab's also facing a call from uh, the ADL now for a criminal investigation to determine whether the platform had anything to do with January 6th. Now, we know uh, a lot of people that watch me and follow me in this show uh, are strong supporters of Parler. And we saw how Parler was just attacked um, unfairly in all of that. And I don't want that for Gab either, because chances are it was minimal compared to the other platforms, just by virtue of the fact that Gab only has you know, a million users or two million users or something like that. It's it's small, but there's definitely hate on there, you know. And, and the thing that we should know is that uh, Tim Giannette, uh used Gab too. Uh, he goes by the name Baked Alaska. Well, he was one who was scheduled to speak at Charlottesville, at the Charlottesville rally. Well, he was also one that was arrested in the Capitol on January 6th. So there is, you know, people out there still denying or trying to say that it was all the left, you know, Antifa uh, in the Capitol and everything else. It wasn't. And I found an article going back to 2017 from the LA Times that talks about this Tim Giannette and the Charlottesville rally. And I know for a fact that he was one of the ones arrested in January 6th, too, because I went through all of those arrest records. So they exist, you know, and, and the ADL is going after Torba because he basically, the day of uh, what had all happened on January 6th, he told users heading to D.C. to record footage in landscape mode while filming and to document as much as they could. And on a post on the day of the attack, he said in a system with rigged elections, there are no longer any viable political solutions. Well, you know, we all feel some of that, but it's not entirely true. And when you are in a position like Torba's in, it's not a responsible thing to say. And now he's brought this on himself. But, you know, I'm not going after Gab. I'm going to continue using it. I'm going to use it loudly. I'm not going to be pushed off of it by this fraction of of idiot hateful nazis no because there are other people who use the platform and they deserve 
to get the real message too. They deserve to get a good message, right? You know, and, but a lot of people went after uh, Governor Abbott when he came down on Gab, and he didn't do it wrongly. Uh, you know, he can't went after the, uh, uh, the Texas Republican Party for setting up uh, an information booth or or something. I'm sorry, not setting up an information booth, booth but having a uh, a presence on Gab. And, and Abbott finally had enough, you know, and, and said that anti-Semitic platforms like Gab have no place in Texas. Uh, it, you know. He, he wasn't wrong. And here's where it gets frustrated for me, is the denial. Because I love Alan West, but he fired back at Abbott and said that Abbott's comments were despicable and false. Well, they weren't. I could tell you. I'm not saying that I'm not, you know, fanboying, you know, Abbott here either. But what he said was not wrong. It wasn't despicable and false. It was wholly true. And I could tell you yesterday after being on the receiving end of some of this, messages that I will not repeat on here, but there were hundreds. And that's not an exaggeration. Hundreds of them that I got that were just disgusting. Just wrong. So some say, well, why are you, why are you there, Tom? Why? Because we have to be louder than the hate. We have to be stronger. We are stronger. We are definitely smarter than it, by far. You know, but but stay there. Follow me there and see. We will make our message louder, just like we've been doing on Parler and other platforms that it started to trickle to. I'm not going to walk away from, from this. Listen, the right, just like the left, you know, with any fringe group of extremists, it's all about absolutely one thing or the other. If you don't fit in their one-size-fits-all bucket, you're somehow the enemy. But that's why these groups, um, you know, while loud, are so fragile. They're terribly fragile. You know, what we do, we do to help people. Right? The majority of society. But what extremists do, they do to hurt people. And it's an important distinction to make. Because we are all much better than the extreme ends of anything. And we have the popular advantage in society. We are the majority. So when we all become louder on both sides against our own extremism, we will squash it out. We will silence it naturally. We don't need to censor it. Not at all. We should not censor it. I, it should not be a banishment. I am not at all for censorship. Okay? And James Madison talked about that, you know, early on in our country's birth. And I fully agree with it. You know, to the point of the way to quell extreme ideas and bad ideas, hateful, destructive ideas, is to allow them to be spoken, but also to ignore them and not adopt those ideas. Now, Madison said, a man has a property in his opinions and the free communication of them. He said that in 1792. And he's right. To Madison, people not only own their thoughts, but own the right to express them as well. And that right, which is so important to the principles of liberty and self-government, is protected by our Bill of Rights. And that was done because the British had, had for so long, censored political debate. The founders knew how powerful speech could be. 
Madison dreamed of a society in which citizens vigorously and fully participated in discussions about politics. You know, because such discussions do more than just promote self-government through participation. If not for free and open speech, people who are not allowed to voice their opinions or, or protest or, you know, assemble, they might resort to violence, and they do. And for this reason, free speech and political discussion help resolve conflicts or prevent them. Free speech can create an energetic and creative society as much as it creates an ugly one. It can act as a check on the power of government, since the citizens are, are free to criticize it. And Madison thought that everyone should be guaranteed the right to free speech, no matter how unpopular one's views may be. And that's the key to it. Groups, even unpopular ones, have a chance to express their views and try to persuade their fellow citizens. I mean, when you're acting like a dick and trying to communicate it in an aggressive way, you're certainly not persuading anybody, right? That's why, in return, their views are open to challenge in a fair manner. That dialogue, that projection, perception, that relationship decreases the chance that people with extreme views will turn to violence when their ideas go unheard. Right? The danger of tyranny... Um, is smaller when citizens believe they've had a fair hearing, even if they fail to convince their fellow citizens, right? If citizens cannot challenge their government, their leaders, and, and their peers, then we're in trouble. It's, you know, it's so important. They have a right to say things. We are a free people. And all that hateful stuff yesterday, they have a right to say those things. We have a right not to listen. That's why I'll block them. I tend to engage some of them, too, just because, I, I don't know, I, I guess I get my rocks off on putting them in their place. Because I can be pretty quick with my wit at times. And they don't have much substance to offer other than, put things in your butt, you fag, or something stupid. I mean, they got they got nothing. They don't have any substance. They're stupid. That's all it is. They are stupid. They are ignorant, uneducated morons. But hey, to the point of uh, all of us being free, I'm going to take a minute just to bring this up. And this is a new shirt uh, I launched just before the show. Every day is Independence Day. That's right. In America, every day. It's not just one day out of the year. We are free every goddamn day of the year. If you go to the Truth Verified store uh, between now and Friday, uh, use the code I am free, all one word, I am free, uh, you save 20% on this uh, shirt. So go to realtimeyc.com slash merchandise, follow the link to my store. You can pick this shirt up with the code I am free. Uh, for 20% off. Every day is Independence Day. Um, so, yeah, a little plug. I can do that. It's my show. I could plug the sponsor. It was me. <laughs> but, you know, we, we are free people. And every day we are. If we try to suppress speech, those who are censored may feel that their only outlet is violent behavior to get attention for the shitty ideas they have. Because they're not allowed to otherwise speak freely. Right? And bullies gather in groups. 
when they know they can overwhelm a single person or a smaller fraction of people, it's what they do. But bullies don't count on people like me or all of those who really follow my show and are so engaged in what's going on in our country. They don't count on us to stand up to them because so many people are passive or afraid of them. So when they when we do confront them, they scurry back off to their quiet little corners, their echo chambers of hatred, or they run under mommy's dress, or wherever they go when they have been defeated, and they rethink their existence. Because it's very defeating for them when they are stood up to. The bullies are all the same, whether it's you know the misinformed wannabe Nazis on Gab, or groups like BLM or Antifa. If you notice, when they are confronted, they run away. Think of how many times you've seen videos of these like BLM and Antifa protests, and when people stand up to them, they start running down the street. They start running away. They back off. Now, sure, when they are left to behave without any check on their behavior, they can have a massive amount of aggression. But the minute they are confronted, they run away like a bunch of little bitches. They scatter. They don't want confrontation. So when they get confrontation, they run away. They're afraid, like just like most insecure bullies are. On occasion, you do get one who's really unhinged and snaps and acts independently on their own, like the Antifa guy in Portland who shot the Trump supporter or the idiot Nazi wannabe in Charlottesville who drove a car into people. Uh, you get them, but that isn't the norm. We see all kinds of destruction happen, specifically with the BLM and Antifa protests, because nobody stands up to them. You have to be empowered to stand up to these extremists where you safely can. They only behave this way because they feel like people are afraid of them. If you imagine a wild dog or wild animal of any kind, really, that's aggressive, if they sense fear, they're going to take advantage of that. They will pack up and exploit what they believe is a weakness. You can't have fear in the face of these idiots, especially online. That's easy. Be louder than them. Be confident of your message of your sensibilities, because that is everything they fear, and they have no recourse for that. There is nothing they can do to stop that, and they know it. Their message is weak. It's all about hate. It's, it's monotone. It's boring. And they are the minority. On both sides of the political spectrum, the extremists are absolutely the minority of people. That doesn't mean they aren't sizable. And that they can't cause problems, because clearly they do. But they aren't the majority, folks. And they know that. And that's when they lose their fragile little minds. When they are confronted. When they start to lash out, go with the personal attacks, uh, or anything else of a toddler nature. Because they're uneducated, ignorant, scumbag bottom feeders. That's it. Now, I won't be bullied away from spreading sensibility and truth, or in many cases, my sarcastic retorts or just my goofy posts. I'm not going to be bullied away from that on any platform. Period. I can't tell you the number of messages I got yesterday. From the, I, I mean, I received everything from, uh, you know, doxing, uh, threats, and pedophile stuff, and I just, it was an ugly massive assault. And they were joking in their own little corners because I have screenshots of some of the conversations. 
about how everybody's going after this fucker. I love it. And all this other stuff. It, it just, it was, it was so ridiculous. They, they behaved just like what they hate. Antifa and BLM. They behaved exactly the same way. They are no better. In fact, I think they're worse. To be quite honest. But how do we fix this, Tom? Well, we fix it by acknowledging its existence. And and then letting its message die. They have a right to say what they please. Even as vile and as uneducated as it is. You know. They have a right to say it. But we have a right not to listen to it. Create an environment where they are yelling into the wind merely at each other. You know, it's, this show really is about acknowledging, you know, the left puts all these labels on us, right? It pisses us off. They call us all racist because that's, they see these extreme ends and they equate the rest of us to that because these extreme ends don't die out. And you got to, you know what? They're not wrong. How many times have we said that everybody on the left is just as bad as Antifa because they don't put an end to Antifa? We've got our own Antifa. We've got our own Antifa on our side. And they are bad. The difference is, Antifa's got bigger balls, quite frankly, than these wannabe Nazis. Antifa actually gets out and physically tries to do something to make some kind of a change somewhere. (laughs) I obviously don't support it in any way, but it just tells you how how cowardly and how weak these, these Nazi idiots really are. But I'm not going to, I mean, they, it was post after post about you won't be here long. You're going to be off this platform and we're going to drive you off and everything. If you're watching me right now, any single one of you, guess what? Look at me. I'll look right at the camera. I ain't going fucking nowhere. You're not pushing me anywhere. I will stay there and I will speak the truth like I do on this podcast and every other platform. But I'm just going to keep blocking the idiots. I took a, sh- a couple shots at... I was still getting, as of an hour ago, I was still getting notifications and messages from some of these idiots. Um, And I fired a few shots and I block them. That's it. But we fix this by acknowledging it. We have to acknowledge that it exists. Because we're so used to fighting back, because we're so pissed that we're all labeled the same way, that we don't want to see it. Well, guess what? It exists. They, They are ugly. And... We have to acknowledge that it exists. If we can acknowledge that it exists, let them scream until their heart's content and just ignore them. Because they're not persuading anybody. And their message will die out. When they aren't heard, when they aren't getting attention for it, when when their sick, twisted, racist ways of thinking aren't mainstream, slowly their ranks are going to diminish. And that goes for the other side as well. But we cannot control that other side. And we have to understand that. Our best way of controlling the other side is leading and behaving by an example. Because I can guarantee you there are people on the left that feel the same way we do, but they're totally afraid of Antifa and BLM. They don't want to dare confront that that monster because they're afraid of being attacked or doxxed or losing a job or something. But there are so many people that want to confront that. And we have that same feeling on our end. 
we all have to stand up on both sides to the extreme ends. Because those extreme ends don't speak for any of us on either side. Or they speak for very, very, a very, very few fraction. You know, it's very slight. Ah, so frustrating. It was really, I had to tell you, it was, I would be lying if I said it didn't get demoralizing yesterday for just a little while. To have I, I, six hours, six, seven hours, it took me to clear my notifications and go through things. Because I don't think there's a way to moderate uh, notifications on, on Gab. You just got to block them so you don't get them. But, uh, it was it was a lot of hate um, that came and threats and it put my show out there that I'm a known pedophile on other platforms and other things a bunch of bullshit lies and I I, I confronted a couple of them uh, about the reality that that was libel and defamation and they argued with me about a bunch of crap but then they deleted their posts because they knew better. The sad thing is, like I said, it wasn't just these normal, uh, everyday idiot Nazis. It was investors of the company. It was, there was a a host of a podcast, a pretty popular podcast out there. Uh, And I'm not going to say it on here. I'm not going to do that to somebody else that's trying to communicate. uh, But but people saw it. Enough people saw it. And it's in the block list I shared with a bunch of people. Um, But a host of a podcast got on there and did it. And it's it's sick. That's how bad it really is with those people. So we have to continue to stay engaged at our local levels, too. I want to just talk briefly on that. Because we're getting to a point of the 2022 midterms. And there are 36 gubernatorial races, 36 governor races coming up in 2022. We're going to be talking more about that throughout the year. Really, but you know, included in those are, are all of the states that was cha- that were challenged in 2020 uh, in the election: uh, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, and, and so many more. Uh, there's you know, 36 states coming up, so we we have to be mindful. You have to be engaged with your local GOPs. I'm sorry, and ask them what referendums they see coming, and more importantly, what they may not see coming. We got screwed in Wisconsin in 2022. And for those that have not uh, listened to that episode, it was last year sometime uh, before I was doing video episodes. I'll just kind of summarize it again. Wisconsin in 2022 put a referendum on the ballot that was, would you support the legalization of marijuana? And they did that to drive voter turnout. Okay, there's, there's a couple of faces to this animal. Well, first off, the question wasn't a referendum. It wasn't a legally binding question to legalize marijuana. It was an opinion poll. That's it. But these low-information idiots that can't read and comprehend saw it as that was a legalization path, and so they jumped on and and voted for Evers because of this. But it's the way that the state Democratic Party did this referendum and the GOP didn't do anything to counter it, or they failed miserably at it. It's the way they did it that was so messed up. And it wasn't illegal. It was very shady, but it, was not, it wasn't illegal. They asked that question in, I believe, eight, uh, eight or ten counties only in Wisconsin. They didn't ask it to the whole state. They asked it to like five blue counties and five red counties. 
Well, guess what? The five blue counties were the five most populous counties in the state. And they picked the five red counties with the least population in the state. And those blue counties they picked are also where most of the state universities are. And they pushed voting uh, turnout on college campuses. So they had a strategy in place. They had this referendum, they had their voter turnout campaigns, and they selected the counties in which they were going to ask put this referendum on the bill, which wasn't anything legally binding. It was just an opinion poll. And Scott Walker lost for that. He didn't lose by much. 10,000, 15,000 votes. But, I mean, it's so dicked up that the county of Waukesha, which is just west of Milwaukee, they asked the question, the question was on the ballot in the city of Waukesha, which is heavily Democratic. The county, which is ruby red, it wasn't on the ballot in the rest of the county. The Democrats manipulated that. And the GOP, the state GOP here in Wisconsin, did nothing to stop it or were completely oblivious to it or unprepared for it. And because of that, they drove more turnout, and Evers got into office. Otherwise, Evers would have been, if that had been on every county in the state, and if the GOP had done enough outreach to say, hey, this isn't legalizing anything, it's just an opinion question, you know, voting for somebody on this ballot isn't going to make this happen, necessarily, Evers would have got crushed. Absolutely crushed. It's But these are the games that the Democrats play. So get involved in your states and know that's they'll use referendums to try to drive voter turnout. It's something most people don't think about. I never thought about it before until afterwards. So we really need to be on these things for ourselves. And if our state GOPs aren't doing it, we need to be researching it and knowing it and communicating it loudly and if you find something in your state um, that is going on that is important that way or is about to you know happen that you think is important send me the information in an email to tom at the com. i'm happy to talk about it on the show if you can send me some substance send me some good substance some detail some background uh some links Things that, you know, I'm going to go in and fact check things myself before I ever talk about it on my show. Uh, But I'm happy to do that for other states as well. We've got to be on our game here. We've got some very important uh, governor races coming up in 2022. I think that Wisconsin will flip back red. Uh, You know, I hope that Michigan will, uh, too. don't know what to think about you know so many of the you know the other states the uh, you know Minnesota I doubt it New Mexico doubt it but don't know hopefully Georgia can stay red Pennsylvania um, that one could flip hopefully get that scumbag governor out of there so there, there's a lot of things um, a lot of things that can happen. But now is the time to be talking about them and making each other aware of the games that Democrats play. Hey, I'll be live again this Thursday evening, May 20th at 8 p.m. Central, again here on Riverside FM. Uh, I want to thank 
all of you who reached out to me uh, yesterday, and some have reached out today. I haven't gotten to messages or many of my chats uh, today at all. I'm very busy. But many reached out yesterday who witnessed that uh, that absolute disaster on Gab, uh, and just with kind words of support. And I appreciate that. I really appreciate uh, you reaching out, checking on me, and just you know whatnot. It, it was ugly, but I'm a I'm a big boy. I've been through uh, much worse. You know, I've been doxxed twice by the left. All right, so these little pussies on the right—they don't scare me. I'm not dead yet. <laughs> you know, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not easily intimidated by ignorance and intolerance. It just fuels me. Fuels me to get on the air on my show like this and talk about how ridiculous it is and how we stare it down in the face. And walk away from it. Right? So thank you to those who reached out. And thank all of you who have tuned in tonight. Uh, to the show. To be a part of watching and listening. Uh, engaging in the chat. There's so many of you in there again. I really appreciate it. That does bring me to the end of today's show. If you enjoyed it. I'd be grateful if you take a minute to share it with others. Uh, I'd be uh, very grateful if you'd follow and engage with me. On Parlor or Telegram. At the Tommy C Show. Or on Gab, I'm at the Real Tommy C. Uh, or check out my website, realtommyc.com, for ways to contact me. Uh, view my original articles. Check out the Truth Verified store, or to contribute to the show through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Uh, becoming a member if you appreciate my material and you want to help me support continuing trying to take the time to do this and to research um, material and, and bring you commentary that I hope you find helpful and useful. Friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action, and we the people have a proud history of doing just that.